Hello, and welcome to the Emmy Awards. I'm your host, Emmy Cardinale, and this is my podcast where I talk about what I've been watching or rewatching once a week. If this is the first episode of mine that you're stumbling upon, I have a variety of different kind of shows that I've covered. I've pivoted to own reality TV content in the last month or so, and I will do that until the SAG-AFTRA WGA strike is over in solidarity i'm not covering scripted television i've only been doing reality television but i've still had plenty to say and plenty to talk about and i'll, I'll keep doing this until i need to even if i run out of television to talk about i'll i'll talk about something else i'm standing firmly in solidarity with the sag after wga strike but lucky for me <laughs> big brother season is in full swing and I have so much to say and so much to talk about in regards to Big Brother that I'm set for like the next 70 days at least. Then The Bachelor comes back late September. I'm 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 riding, I'm cruising. It's all it's all butterflies and <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all good. Everything's good here at the Emmy Awards. Um, follow me wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like this episode, all my social media is linked below. I post updates on delays, missed episodes, stuff like that. I have been kind of all over the place in my uploads in the last few weeks due to some mental health stuff. I am doing slightly better this week, so hopefully this will be out at my normal time on Fridays. But if it's not, please forgive me. I'm doing my best and... This is just a hobby. This is just for funsies. So this episode is going to be primarily about Big Brother. I am going to just jump straight into the first television show that I want to talk about, which is Claim to Fame, because I have so much to say about Big Brother this week that I don't want to spend too long on Claim to Fame. This is going to be primarily a Big Brother episode, but I did watch the Claim to Fame finale, and I have many thoughts. It was a two-hour finale. I think they did this because The Bachelor last week was, was three hours long and so there was no Claim to Fame episode. So I think instead of doing like the finale next week, they just combined it and did the two episodes back to back, which I actually think worked really well. Like it was, it was very pleasing to see. I don't remember how they did the finale last time, but I feel like the vote off, the finale vote off seemed kind of similar or it seems kind of different. I mean, like it seems, I don't remember how last year's finale was, to be honest. I don't remember if there was a like, because the way the final vote off worked before I jump into recapping the episode, the way the final vote off worked is that the final three, two people like went head to head and then the person who survived the guess off immediately guessed the other person. I don't remember that happening last season, but it's been like, I don't know how long, so maybe I'm not remembering correctly. But it was a great finale. I did appreciate that I didn't have to wait a week. The first hour was primarily them. They got more information on on Chris. The episode opened with (laughs) Monet and Gabriel being like, well, Monet being like, let's role play. We're in the 70s. Who do you think? We're going to see it a pop and teen idol. Like, who would it be? And Gabriel said Donny Osmond. And she was like, that that could be leading somewhere. So they were making strides with Chris. Now, 
everybody knows who Carson's related to. Like, they've known for a while. And when it got to, like, the guests off, the final four guests off, Chris and Carson talked to Monet to convince them to vote Carson in so Carson could vote out. So they could vote... So so Carson could vote out Gabe. But... Carson and Chris had also talked to Gabe to try to convince him to convince him to vote Monet to, to vote Carson to be the guest to vote out Monet. So when it went into the to the voto booth, it seemed like everybody was going to vote for Carson, and because that seemed to be the plan. But then we found out that it was tied, and because Gabe had won the competition, he broke the tie and it was between him and Carson so he picked himself and he voted Carson out and then we saw in like a flashback or like a, they jumped back to earlier in the night and Gabe had gone to Monet and been like they came to me earlier trying to get you out like just vote me in I don't want my fate in somebody else's hands even though Monet was like I threw them off the set they don't know who you are and the truth is I don't know I don't think I don't think Carson would have voted correctly but maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't think she knew it was Nick Cannon. Maybe she had figured it out, but it seems unlikely to me personally. But I don't know. We'll never know. Carson went home and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is her uncle. So congrats. Congrats. Um, and then they brought back all of the eliminated contestants for the final three like they did last season, which I did predict. And like I predicted... Gabe went to Jane and was like, who is Chris related to? Like, I knew that they were going to be asking Jane. I was like, Jane is the only one who's going to figure it out. Luckily, they didn't need Jane to figure it out. Jane was not helpful because it was actually very similar to Brett Favre's daughter last season not wanting to, like, snitch on Logan. Jane did not want to give Chris's clue away. Like, she was not... She was helping Chris. Gabe won the competition and he chose he chose Monet as the first guest or Monet chose Chris and voted out Donnie Osmond in the final competition they had to find the clues of all the eliminated house of all the house guests like hints of who they were related to and like put them in order of when the how when I'm saying house guests because I'm thinking big brother when the players were eliminated so there was a there was a clue which was Chris's clue. It was like a lunchbox. It had Donny Osmond and I think his sister on it. Like their faces were like crossed off, but Monet figured it out, so she did guess correctly. I I'm glad that they managed to get him out. I'm glad Monet was able to figure it out and guess him. That was a very satisfying moment for me. I have to say when Chris got eliminated and they like we saw his confessionals and he was talking about how his entire life he had lived in like his dad's shadow and how hard it's been to kind of try to make a name for himself outside of his dad and he feels like this show really allowed him to do that. I have to say that was very like compelling and and not, like it was a very heartfelt moment. And I think with this whole conversation about Nepo babies, I think being a Nepo baby is not inherently this like, I've said this before, I don't think privileges, most of them anyway, are, I think most privileges are morally neutral because you can't choose if you're, what body you're born in, who your parents are, 
like you you can't choose that for yourself a lot of privileges are just things you're either born with or you're not and I don't think that being a nepo baby is inherently like you're bad or you haven't earned anything or like all those things I think the reason people get really annoyed with nepo babies is like any privilege it's not about having it it's about how you talk about it it's how you use it and all of those things and I think I appreciated the way he talked about it by being like these are hard parts about it because it didn't feel like he was I don't know I think that there there's room to talk about the negative parts the the positives and the negatives of having famous parents I I I thought that was a really that to me is a side of being a nepo baby or any of those things that does feel like a very valid fear you know of living in somebody's shadow and not feeling like like that's valid and I have to say claim to fame is doing great work for nepo babies it's making them their own individual people they're playing a game they're competing in something so they're proving themselves beyond like claim to fame is just such an interesting television show because it's a reality like it has social commentary about like privilege and nepotism and connections and all that kind of stuff but it's also like a competition show and I really like the way Chris was like it's been hard living in a shadow and I'm proud of myself for like doing something and making a name for myself outside of that and I think that's the beautiful part of claim to fame is obviously it's about who you're related to but it's also about winning and making your own claim to fame that's literally like the whole when somebody wins, they're like, you now have your own claim to fame. So I, I think, I don't know, claim to fame is a great show. And it was an it was an interesting moment where I was genuinely like, I, I feel for him because I feel like a lot of people, not to the same extent, but understand kind of like wanting to grow up and be your own person outside of your family, outside of your parents' identities. It's hard already when you leave your house and you're trying to, create your own life outside of like your your family to have that added layer of like everybody knows who your parents are and you'll always be their kid so I I I feel for him and it was a beautiful moment he played the game very well I'm glad they got him out though I didn't want him to win and I was very very happy with the final two now I said in one of my last episodes that I was rooting for Monet and I was I, I would have wanted her to win but when Monet picked, when Gabe picked Monet, or because Gabe had won the competition, he also got to choose the final guesser and he chose himself and he guessed Monet and he guessed Monet correctly. We saw then earlier in the, that earlier in the night, JR, who is little Nas's ex's brother, had confided in him, had like told him that he thinks it was JB Smooth, Smooth, Smooth. And he had started putting the pieces together, so he guessed, and Gabe won. And I have to say, as much as I was rooting for Monet, Gabe really deserved the win. He played a, a wonderful game from, like, the first episode. Tom Hanks's niece or whatever saying he was too stupid, but even he figured it out. Like, look at him now. He won. And I think he did a really great job. He, he did a great job. He really earned the win. He won a lot of competitions. Like, he really earned his safety for a lot of those weeks. Not only did he earn his safety, but he put himself in, in a position that 
nobody was on his scent that even if they thought they had figured it out and they tried to guess him, they would have gone home. Like he, they only figured out he wasn't related to like a, an athlete in the last competition, like the second to last competition, the one that Carson still competed in because you had to like put a bunch of tiles and one of them was like profession. And when they put athlete, it said it was incorrect. So they were all like, oh, okay. So that's when they started figuring it out. Monet had already figured it out because she got his clue in the six degrees of separation contest in the last episode, but it was a great finale. I'm, I'm very happy. Gabe really deserved the win. I'm glad that they brought the old contestants back. I, I love that they do that. They're sequestered too, which I think is really interesting because they do that on Big Brother and everything in my brain right now is just thinking about Big Brother. But it was, a, it was really a great finale. I'm very happy with the winners that we've had so far. I'm really excited for season three. I feel like it's going to be picked up and... It's it's just a great show. I have to say, I there are some things that I would change about like the editing of the show sometimes. I don't know. It's just like, maybe it's just me, but after you watch Big Brother and you can watch them live, it's hard. But it was a great finale. I Claim to Fame was a really good show. Um, or it is a really good show. I really recommend it, especially if you clicked on this episode because you like Big Brother. You should check out Claim to Fame. Cameron thinks he's on that show trying to figure out if Felicia's related to Denzel Washington. Like, it's so funny. But anyways, Big Brother, week four. This is the first week in this season and probably in the entire time that I've had access to live feeds that I have watched every single day. Now, have I watched 24-7? No, I have a job. I have a job. So I've been watching 24-7, but I've watched more live feeds this week than I ever have before and it was a great week week to watch live feeds and I started thinking about this yesterday where I feel like the way Big Brother's formatted in what they edit down for the episodes like I know it's three episodes a week but I feel like they could like benefit from having a fourth episode maybe that's a crazy thing to say maybe they just need to edit it better but when you think about it the HOH competition is on Thursday after the live show wraps of like then somebody wins HOH nominations are on Friday and then right I think nominations are on Friday am I wrong maybe they're on Saturday but they're either they're like on Friday or Saturday like they're not super like they're really quick after somebody wins HOH and then and then the, the veto competition is played sometime in the weekend and the veto meeting is like also on sun is like on Sunday or no the veto the veto the veto meeting I think is on Monday am I wrong anyways my point is that Sunday's episode you just get the HOH competition and the nominations which is like one day of content and then Wednesday's episode is from nominations to HOH and then it ends with the HOH ceremony so then that's like just the weekend up until Monday and then Thursday's episode has to edit Monday through through like Thursday morning there's just so many days there they don't get all like you miss everything maybe they don't need another day but it's like to me it's like I feel like they edit like three days worth of content into two episodes and then the rest into like 
part and because Thursday is the live eviction you you don't even get it's not even like two it's not even like a full episode of like the four days that you don't get otherwise you know what I'm saying like I I just feel like if you're not watching feeds or keeping up with updates you really miss like the bulk of the show and it's made me wonder because I've always I didn't always have feeds but I would to the best of my extent like keep up with BB updates on Twitter and I but it's made me wonder now like as somebody who's been watching the feeds I it's made me think back to old seasons and I'm like man I really I probably missed a good amount I don't know maybe I didn't maybe this these this season the feeds are very notable because of all the flip-flopping but anyways that was my disclaimer or not disclaimer introduction I don't really know um so basically I said in my last episode that I really wanted America to win the pressure cooker and she didn't Cameron won the pressure cooker but I don't think he earned it like not that he cheated but America could have won he struck a deal and she decided to take it do I think it was the best thing for her game? I don't really know. We'll have to see because right now America is not in the best place and, I, and I'm a little worried for her. Now, do I think that her winning HOH this week would have made her in a better place? Like would have set her up to be in a better position? I don't really know because there are a lot of factors that led to America not being in the best position right now. And I don't know if her getting blood on her hands. Like I, 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 do, I don't know. I don't know if she would have been in a better position, but maybe. It's just because the series of events that unfolded that led to, I mean, America was never in like super in the favor, but like last week she had just been brought into the For Real For Real Alliance. Like it seemed like there was hope and like the series of events that unfolded this, this week have like made her completely on the outs of the Alliance. And I, I, I think maybe on some level, if she had been in power, things would have been better because they would have been roping her into things more. I don't really know. But they struck a deal. Cameron was the HOH, which honestly, one of the worst options for HOH. He's insufferable. He nominated Blue and Jag because they're not in his Legend 25 alliance, which Suri says in the DRs is fake. She doesn't actually care about Red and Cameron. Like she wants them gone. It's a fake alliance, but he's like loyal to that. And then the power of veto competition, Brad won the power of veto. So the nomination stayed the same. Very disappointing. There was a talk for a little while. Like they had hinted maybe a little bit that Izzy could be a replacement nominee because Izzy really doesn't like Cameron, but then they decided against it. So that wasn't going to happen. And there was just, there was a lot of flip-flopping. And what I was talking about earlier with like, the series of events that led to America being on the outs. Basically, I didn't follow this entirely, so I might be missing bits and pieces, but America confided in Jag. Either she said she knew or she like, I don't even think she said, from my understanding, she didn't say, I know you're aligned with Sari. I think she was like, are you aligned with Sari? Because it seems like, I think she probed that a little bit. And then he was like, she knows I'm aligned with Sari. So he told Suri and and company and then that side of the house was like we're gonna keep Jag we can't trust America and Corey they're like unreliable and the plan was to blindside Corey and America by voting to keep Jag when they thought the plan was to vote out Jag 
So that was their plan. They were like, Jag, we have the votes. We're going to vote to keep you. We just got to convince Jared. Now, Mama Sari tries to convince Jared. And Jared is like, no, mother, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I hate Jared. Full disclaimer, I, I don't like him. Now, I don't hate him in the sense that I know him personally and he's wronged me. I don't know him. But as a person that I've watched on television, as a player, I don't, I don't enjoy him. I want him out of the house. He's not playing the game well. 90% of what he says, maybe like 99% of what he says is stupid and kind of gross and misogynistic and like all this, sh- like I don't enjoy watching him. He's adding nothing. He's adding nothing. So I don't like him. But anyways, if there's disdain in my voice, that's why I'm not a big fan of Jared. And it's funny if you listen to all my other episodes, like my episodes talking about the season so far is at the beginning, I was like, I want to root for Jared because I really like Suri from like, not Survivor. I've never seen Survivor, but I did watch her on The Traders, and I really liked her on that. So I was like, if it'll help Suri, I'm happy for him to be there. And now I'm like, I don't think it's helping Suri, and I don't enjoy be- him being there, so I want him gone. But anyways, Jared refused. He said, that's not best for my game. I'm not going to vote to evict Blue. I want to keep Blue. And because Suri was like, well... If Jared's not going to vote with us, we're not going to have the vote, so we're not going to do it. They decided the flip is off. We're voting Jag out like we originally planned. Now, this whole time, America and Corey have no idea because they've been excluded from this whole thing. So they had no idea that the, that the vote even potentially flipped and was going to be to keep Jag and to blindside them. They have no idea. They're just out in the hammock hanging out. And as much as I enjoy their hammock time, it was very frustrating as a viewer to be like, guys, you guys are so stupid. And the most annoying part is that as much as I like Corey, there would be moments where America was like, we're not in with them. Like, they don't trust us. If I win the power, I want to, like, target that side. And Corey would be like, you need to calm down, America. Like, we're good. And I think he thinks they're in a better spot than they are. And, or at least that he's in a better spot than he is. Because I think... As much as I genuinely believe that America is his number one and he wants to keep America, I think he's playing a game in which if America left, he wants to be okay. Like, I don't think he's, like, relying on America. Like, he wants to keep her, but I think he wants to be in good with that side of the house. So if she goes home, it's fine for him. So I don't know. That's my read on the situation. It's hard to know when he's saying different things to different people and we're not getting like DR segments for like, I, I don't entirely know. When he says to America, you're the only person I care about in this alliance or like, I don't want you to be on the block. I believe those things. I don't think that he would be happy if America went home. I think his strat- strategic brain or whatever is trying to have relationships built and plant seeds so that if America goes home, he'll be fine. That's my read on the situation. Now, if that's not it, I will be a little bit personally um, sad because I really like their duo (laughs) and I'll be low-key heartbroken. But that's my read on the situation. But him and and America had no idea, right, that they were voting, they were planning to evict. And then the blind side was called off because Jared didn't want to get rid of the, the, the girl he's sleeping with, obviously. I literally hate him. Sorry, no hate to Blue. She's annoying. Her DR segments are like really annoying because she's like, I'm 
she's like, I'm here to play a strategic game. I, I'm not going down without a fight. And then you watch her in the live feeds and she's doing nothing. She's doing literally nothing, literally nothing, nothing. And she knows that Jared is related to Sari. He, Jared told, Jared told Blue that his mother's in the house and that his mother is Felicia. Jared, Blue said in the DR that she figured out that it was Sari, not Felicia, but that she's not going to say anything. Now, what? That is like the dumbest thing ever. You are not playing a strategic game. You should have run that information to somebody immediately. Even if, like, I, I don't care. The thing is, he said before he told her, like, if you tell, or maybe after, I don't really know. He said within telling her the secret, if you tell anybody, like, I'm not going to talk to you inside the house or outside the house. So maybe she doesn't want to blow her spot up with Jared. I don't really know. He's not really worth not being a contender, girl. Like, you have to... Sorry. I just found out who won HOH and I want to cry. Um, but I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second. Let me jump right back. I literally, like, paused for a minute because my sister sent me a message and I opened it. Um, I'm upset right now. I'm really... I'm upset. But anyways... What was I even talking about? I don't even remember what I was saying. But anyways, Jared didn't want to decide. So that an American Corey have no idea. They have no idea this entire time. Then there's a secret power. America votes. America is stupid, not the player, <laughs> the per the country. I'm I'm kidding. That's a joke. But the people I wanted didn't win. Corey won, which I didn't. Vo I only voted for America, the person. Like I only voted for America, and. I'm really upset right now because I just found out who won HOH and I can't focus on talking about this past week. Now, God, hey, the universe hates me. Karma is not my boyfriend. Karma is not a god. Um, okay, so America and Corey were going to be blindsided. Then they decided not to blindside them. This whole So the plan went back to normal, right? Meanwhile, America voted for a power. The United States of America voted for a power. I only voted for America the player. She was she didn't rank in the top four people competing. So Sari, Jag, Matt, and Corey competed. Now Matt won, so he had this power it was of invincibility invincibility, which would basically cancel out an eviction. So Sari knew this. Only Sari knew this from what it seems. I don't think she told anybody else. If she did, they didn't show it on the episode and feeds were cutting out like crazy after the power was announced anytime they tried to talk about it. So if Sari told somebody else, it's unclear, but I don't think she did. And so Matt used the power. And even though Jag was evicted unanimously, Jag, um, because Matt had used the power, Jag was safe from eviction. The week basically was useless because Cameron could compete in the next HOH. And that's where the week ended. Now, I really wanted America to win HOH because I want her to be safe. I don't trust that she's safe if she's not HOH. Like, I'm really worried about her spot in the house. And I felt like if she had power, then more people would, like, initiate game talks with her. Because I feel like her issue is that no matter how much she tries to talk game to people like they don't want to engage. And at this point, I don't know what she can pr do to prove herself to these people who don't want to believe in her. Like, I don't know. 
I really, I don't, like, I, I don't know what she can do because a lot of the disdain people have towards her is just like that she's young and pretty. So after the episode playing out in its entirety, it makes a lot of sense that, I mean, I don't know. I think like a lot of people are like, I'm viewing Sri differently now that she knew the entire time that the jag would be safe. Like no wonder she didn't, like, no wonder it, the flip didn't matter to her. But I genuinely, that doesn't change anything for me. I think if Sari didn't have the votes, obviously she would have rather kept Jag. But I think she wasn't going to push Jared. And she's not going to push Jared out of her alliance. Which to me is stupid. Like, if you really want to keep Jag, the entire thing didn't make sense to me. Like, if you really want to keep Jag, why are you removing Corey and America from your alliance who probably want to keep Jag, at least America does, more than Jared. Like, I know Jared is her literal son and that's why, like, she doesn't. But, like, I don't really know. I'm angry that Blue has known about Jared's mother being in the house for, like, a week now. Probably a little bit less than a week, but it feels like a month. And she's done nothing. She's said nothing. I want her to spill like I need her to tell somebody and Jared seemed to get mad at her a couple days ago maybe yesterday and she seemed to be in a bad mood towards him and I was like finally they're gonna break up she's gonna be like I'm over this loser I want nothing to do with him anymore so it doesn't matter I'm gonna tank his game doesn't seem like that's happening it doesn't seem like that's gonna happen and you know what God hates me for that reason alone I need Jared out of the house I need Jared out of the house like the thing is I think I feel like they could like it I feel like at this point, I was worried about it blowing up Ceri's game, but I don't I don't think it's going to blow up Ceri's game. I do think it could possibly get Jared out of the house, and that's what I want more than anything. That is what I want more than anything. I want him out, then I want Cameron out, and then I want um, Red out. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I really wanted America to win HOH this week. I felt like she could do it. Now, she didn't. This is going to contain spoilers because I, I am keeping up with who won HOH and I did find out. I'm recording this Thursday evening, so I do know who won HOH. And America did not win HOH. Now, I'm excited to see the, the competition play out. I I don't know. I'm hoping, you know what, I, I, I just have to believe in God and I have to pray every night that his will will be done or, or whatever they say in church. Like, I just need to pray to Jesus Christ that... It'll be okay, that it'll turn around, that this week will be a Red and Cameron are out week, and then next week America can win HOH, and she's safe until jury, and then things will change. Like, I, I, ha- I just have to believe in my entire soul that things will change. But I don't know. I don't know if they will. I am just... The reason I want America to win HOH is because I, she needs some kind of footing in the game, And I don't feel like she has it right now. And I'm really worried that she's not going to get it because I was saying this earlier and then I think I lost my train of thought because I found out who the HOH was. But I think a lot of the reasons people don't like her are one, she didn't make connections early enough with certain people. And two, a lot of the older men and even some of the older women in the house don't seem to like her because she's like flirty. And I think that that is very problematic a lot of people have called her a bitch a lot of people have made comments about 
if, if she's fast or a hoe. And to me, it's absurd. Because if you look realistically at who America... Like, America mostly is just friendly. Like, she's friendly. <laughs> and they, they say she's flirty. And this happens not that rarely. Like, it happens a good amount with the younger women or even just like where people think that they're using their looks or their sexuality to like sway people in the game when they're not. And it doesn't seem fair that a lot of the reasons they don't like her like seem out of seem out of her control. Like I I the first the most frustrating part of watching America's game right now is that I don't know what she can do to regain her footing and I was hoping that having some power would make people naturally need to include her in conversations in ways that they hadn't and maybe it would turn around for her and I don't know I'm not completely losing hope again I'm, I'm lighting a candle and I'm praying to God like I I have to believe that things will turn around for her even a little bit because at least Cameron and Red are the main targets right now. Hopefully, I don't really know. This week was very frustrating to watch because it was enjoyable. But it was also, I don't know, it's really annoying as a viewer to like want to like yell at people through the screens of like, you don't, I, I see this. I know what's going on. I know. And I have to say, I really hate that Matt is like, one of Ceri's minions now. It just feels like even today when I was watching the episode when they were Ceri was talking about her alliances with Felicia. It's like Corey and America were left out of like all of them. I don't know. They had talked about the Freel Freel Alliance a couple episodes ago, but then in the DRs today she talked about Legend 25 and the Seven Deadly Sins, neither of which contain Corey and America. Like to me, they seem like they're completely on the outs of Suri and Felicia, like they're not even considered in the dynamic. And to me, that is upsetting. It's really upsetting. It's really frustrating. I don't know what they can do. And going into next week, going into next week, I was really happy when the power was used because I was like, when the power was still in play, I was like, if America or Corey wins the HOH, then they're the power is still in play. It could be used against them. They're in danger. It, it's not smart to take the hit when you're going to miss. Obviously, they wouldn't take the hit knowing they were going to miss. But if you aim at, at the devil, make sure you don't miss in the wise words of Taylor Swift. And not that Cerise's the devil. I was just quoting Taylor Swift. The only devil in the house is Jared. And maybe Cameron and Red. I hate Jared. But... Anyways, I don't remember what I was saying. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm glad that when I found out the power was used at the end of the episode, I was like, this is great news because this means that American can win HOH and she can regain some of her footing. Now that has not happened. Now I'm going to get into spoilers because Sunday's episode hasn't come out by the time this episode is going to be out. But it's not spoilers if you watch the live feeds or you keep up with the news. But if you don't want to know who won HOH, don't get mad at me. I'm warning you now. So according to Twitter... Because I haven't logged on to live feeds because I, I've been recording this podcast episode. Jared won HOH. Now, this is one of the worst case scenarios for me because I hate Jared. I said this. I've, I've been talking about how much I hate Jared. I really, I can't, I can't stand him. 
because he is the HOH, he's naturally going to get a lot of screen time, and I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not. I'm not happy. One because I really enjoyed the fact that Jared was losing a bunch of competitions. He failed miserably at the veto because he's not a good competitor. Like I watched him on live feeds talking about this veto and being like, I was just overthinking it. Like I was just like, he makes a million excuses for himself. Then you watch the competition and it's like, you're just, I don't know. It was the same thing with the Heisem HOH that he lost. Like, dude, you got too cocky. You didn't read the clues and you messed up weirdo. Like, idiot. I I don't like him. And I don't know what this competition is. I have no details, but he won it and I'm devastated. Now, the only positives that I can think about are that he is basically, I think for the most part, going to do what his mom wants. And they are still gunning for, I think, Red and Cameron before Corey and America are in the mix. I don't think that they will aim for America this week. Maybe she'll be used as a pawn I don't really know. I truly hope not. But I think maybe she could get enough votes. Another positive is that Jared and Blue are obviously very close. And America really started becoming friends with Blue this week. And I think hopefully that favor that like getting into Blue's good graces may help her. Because I think Blue might be able to. I mean, I don't really know because Blue hasn't been playing. Like her head's not been in the game. But maybe on some level, maybe there's some kind of hope that Blue can talk Jared out of targeting America. Maybe. Maybe they can talk some sense. Maybe Corey can too, but I don't really know because ever since Jared told Corey that he wasn't popular enough to win America's vote and then Jared didn't win it, I think he's he's had it out for Corey because the United States of America, like him like Corey better. So he's bitter and jealous and stupid. That's just my opinion. (laughs) My opinion of Jared. I don't really know. My hopes for the week are that I really hope, I really hope Red and Cameron will be the targets. I hope America will be safe. I hope somehow, maybe, I don't know, it's hard because the, the person who knows Jared's secret is blue and she's not going to turn on Jared when he's in power. But I would love it if he was the HOH and his secret got out this week. Not that it would do anything. Maybe it's better if it gets out next week. I swear to God, if blue gets sent home and nobody finds out, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to be so angry. I was watching, I was watching live feeds and suddenly all cameras cut to Jared and blue upstairs in the game room like under the blankets and she and then like through like whispers you felt like he was like you can't tell anybody so it was like revealed that he revealed whatever and I was gagged I was on the floor I was like oh my god finally finally something good is gonna happen um it still hasn't now expect the unexpected so I, I can you know I kind of want I mean Suri hasn't won HOH so there's like no way that they would like put it together, but I would want, this isn't going to happen. Like production isn't going to do this, but it'd be be funny if his hometown clues gave away some kind of hint. They're not going to do it because they're not going to, but I think that would be really funny. I want more than anything for, I don't know, America to win the veto, for America to be safe. 
I want another vote so we can overtake Jared's power because I can't stand him. Like, he's been so bad at competitions. And then when I finally, not finally, when I really don't want him to win a competition, like, I want him out, like, I've had enough, he wins. And that is just the the joke that is Big Brother. At least Cameron didn't win HOH. It would have been a little bit better because at least I don't think Cameron is targeting America. Jared hates America. So it's concerning. It's concerning to me. But I'm hoping she's safe. Hopefully she's not the main target. And hopefully she'll be okay. Now that they pushed it back a week and nobody went home, I think jury is not... Like it starts in two weeks instead of next week. Which I really want America to make it to jury. I mean, I want to make her further. I want her to make it further than jury. But I don't really know. I'm very worried about her position in the house. Corey's position in the house. I I like Sari, and she is un- like undeniably playing a good game of aligning with everybody and having everybody trust her. As I knew she would. Like I knew she was going to get people to trust her. She was literally a traitor, like messing with everybody else. Like choose like. Picking people off to kill is not actually kill, just like eliminate from the game. But they always say murder. Like, anyways. And still, nobody suspected her. Everybody loved her. And she got to the end of the traitors. This is a spoiler for the traitors. And in the final ceremony, she made some, she said some kind of comment about how there might be traitors among them. And Ari Leindyke Jr. bowed out and he was like, I don't need the money. He left and all the other people, the, the, um, I don't know what they were called. The people who weren't traitors, all of those people that were remaining were like so grateful to Sari. They were like, she knew it. She voted about it. She protected us when really she was getting rid of Ari. So she could take all of the money by herself. And she did. And you know what? She ate a little bit with that. That was deserved. But now I'm just kind of annoyed. I don't, I don't want her to win big brother. I... I think I did a little bit more at first, but watching live feeds, I think it would just be a little bit boring if she steamrolled her way until the end. And I wish Matt, I understand why he did, but I wish Matt hadn't aligned with Sari and like made that his priority because he started, I feel like being what Corey wanted to be of like being a rat and being on the other side to give him information, like feeding him information, feeding Sari information. And now like he's one favor over. And I just don't like Matt as much as I like Corey and America. I don't know. I really don't know. A lot of them have made comments that I don't personally enjoy. And as entertaining as like Felicia is on the TV or even Sari is, I don't want them to win. I think I'm always rooting for somebody to come out on top and I really just don't like the way they talk about America and I feel like whenever she goes home because I I unfortunately don't think she's gonna make it that long am I praying every night that that Taylor's karma will help her yes I am but which is funny because I was saying Taylor's karma is in Taylor Hale but also Taylor does a song called karma I am hoping that something will help her and she'll like I don't know. It's never too late, you know? I'm never counting somebody out until they're out. Jared was evicted. Not Jared. Oh, my God. I wish. Jag was evicted 10 to 0, and he stayed. Like, I'm never counting anybody out, but I am worried about her game. And I think 
what is making me most sad and like frustrated to watch is I don't know what she can do and now with Jared as the HOH I feel very like hopeless because he doesn't like her and he doesn't like her in my opinion because he's kind of misogynistic like I don't maybe he doesn't like her because their personalities don't work on top of it but it's just like the way Jared talks about women is already like concerning the way he talks to women is concerning he is so unbelievably like gross to watch on feeds the way he talks to blue in my opinion is he the worst player ever no i think monty was worse i don't know i didn't watch feeds last season at least not religiously like i've i have been but he's not enjoyable to watch i don't like the way he talks about women he's literally said about like mimi who's in his alliance he's like the americas and the mimis of the world do nothing for me i don't know what that means but i find it gross and i find it i don't like it i don't like that kind of commentary on human beings they do nothing for you why because they're not interested in you like i just feel like a big they the way they keep talking about america is really not okay like they're calling her all these comments and it's like why because she has a crush on somebody and she's like flirting with him like i don't get it like her and Corey are friends they they're aligned they enjoy hanging out with each other and she has said many times Corey, if anything i say makes you uncomfortable let me know like i'm not gonna cross your boundaries why is everybody else who's not involved in that dynamic having an issue with it Corey is not going around the house being like i mean he has gone around the house being like i don't have feelings for america i think he's saying that so people don't think they're a showmance. But he hasn't gone around being like, America's, America's making me so uncomfortable, this, that, and the other. Like, he... Why are why are people so pressed with the way America conducts herself? It's just absurd to me. It's really unfair. And I just feel like she's on an island right now. And I don't know how she can get off of it or get people onto her island. Jag being there, maybe he's a number. And Jag is aligned with Blue. So maybe... Maybe jag blue Corey, america and jared can like form something i wish i wish somebody else knew that jared was related to sari because i feel like the stuff he's talked about about wanting to make his own path and not wanting to play his mom's game i feel like that could like be a good pitch to him be like i know that you love your mom and obviously you want to protect your mom and we don't want to vote your mom out but you should do your own thing and you should form your own side of the house. And we're kind of like in limbo. We're not really with them. We're not in the core group of that side of the house. So let's do this thing together. That would be cool. Is it going to happen? I don't think so. But, and obviously they could just lie and be like, we're not going to target Tari and, and don't target Tari immediately, but start getting her henchmen out of the house <laughs> and weaken her power. She's going to have a lot of power anyway because she just she has a lot of social power. Get her people out of the house. Get the people who are ride or dies for her out of the house. It's just hard. It's hard because I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm worried that America will try to appeal to Jared and be like, we need to get that, that, like, that side's in power. We need to like get them out of the house and not realize that she's like throwing Jared's mom under the bus and something bad could happen. I don't know. I hope America just doesn't make herself too big of a target this week tries to play game tries to like talk a game talk general stuff like become friends with people that's my hope 
She stays a little bit more observant. She notices things. Corey doesn't shut her down every time she's like, I, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I hope he's a little bit more receptive to what she has to say. I don't really know. I'm scared about what this week has in store. I I don't know. I really, I don't know. I want Jared's like resistance to just being his mom's sheep to not act up too much this week because I, I fear he may target America because he doesn't like America and his mom isn't really going to fight to keep America. But it, it, it won't be exactly what she wants because I think she wants Red and Cameron out first. I don't know. I just, I, I, I fear what will happen. And I'm sad. As much as I'm happy that Matt, to some extent, is making his own way in the game now, I don't like him that much anymore. And I am sad that I feel like Matt kind of took the place that Corey could have filled. I don't know. And I, I really don't know how it happened. It's just like the dynamics changed so quickly. I just, I need something crazy to happen. I want them to find out that Jared is related to Sari. I want... I just think it would be really boring if Cerise's side of the house, all those people lasted until the end. Like if they get Red Cameron out and then they get Corey in America and then it's like all of Cerise's main people. I don't want that to happen. I want there to be some kind of shakeup where Red and Cameron are out next, but then America gets power or something and she takes out Izzy. Something. Something where Cerise has to adjust a little bit to the dynamics changing in the house because right now Sari hasn't had that much she hasn't had any adversity in the house like people have been on her side nobody's targeted people from her side like she's been good and I just want because I think she'd come out unscathed anyway but I think it would be a little bit more interesting if there was a little bit more opposition in the house and I just don't want the opposition to be taken out first I don't want that to happen I want the opposition, which really just feels like it's only America at this point. I don't know if anybody would turn on Sari's side of the house. I really want the, like, I, 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 ugh, I'm craving some kind of shakeup, some kind of change, some kind of, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm sad the chair had won. Like, genuinely, it has brought my mood lower. And I slept through therapy this morning, so I was already having a rough day mentally. This is going to this is going to trigger me into a depression. No, I'm kidding. It's not. I'm 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 fine. Everything I say about my mental, not everything I say about my mental health is a joke, but that that kind of thing is a joke. It's not going to trigger my depression. Is it going to make me very sad? Yes. But hey, it'll save me time because I'll be watching the feeds less. <laughs> maybe not, but maybe yes. I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm kind of interested to see what Jared's letter says. Jared winning HOH is one of the worst case scenarios, but I'm trying to remain hopeful that with Blue in America's Corner, hopefully, hopefully she is actually in America's Corner and it wasn't all fake. Hopefully Blue in America's Corner and Corey in America's Corner. Hopefully Corey in America will live to see another week. Hopefully America will get power next week. Hopefully God will answer my prayers. I really hope Red and Cameron get put up. Neither of them wins the POV. I hope America wins the POV so Jared has to like talk a game to her. But I don't really know. Maybe that wouldn't be the best. I just, I don't know. I wanted this episode to go longer, but then I found out like halfway through my talking about big, big brother like 
about week four that Jared won HLH and it ruined my mood and now I can't think of anything else except I just want to watch live feeds but I still have to edit this episode and it'll probably be on the shorter side I really didn't intend it to like I was gonna take notes is there anything else that I want to talk about I don't really know like it's hard because it feels like there's so much that happened that I just like I don't know what to say because all the stuff I had to say two days ago has like changed because I'm like I was thinking through all the scenarios of stuff that could happen. If, like, Blue went home, she could have told Jared's secret on the way out or, like, things like that that are, like, moot. So it's hard to recap because I'm, like, I, I don't... I would have had more to say before the week was over than I do now that the week has played out in its entirety and nothing happened. Obviously, stuff happened, but I mean that they're in the same place they were last week, except now Jared is the HOH. Now, I hate Cameron... So hopefully him and Red will be out next and that will be nice and America can gain some footing. And if Jack's still in the game, Jack and America are like seeing that they could be working together. I know Jack kind of spilled and threw America under the bus and that kind of prompted them to turn on her. But if they're bringing Jack in now, maybe they'll want to bring America in more. I know Sari wanted to bring blue in maybe even just a little bit she was like she and blue had a moment i don't know i am hoping that the power dynamics shift a little and that there is some opposition to Ceri's side of the house just because i think it makes for a more interesting game and i think it also just makes for a more compelling winner like obviously paul didn't win big brother 19 but i think maybe not entirely this is I mean, I think the biggest reason Paul didn't win Break Brother 19 was because of a bitter jury. And I don't think, honestly, that unless, like, I, I don't think that a bitter jury would be the case for Sari. Like, I, I think she is so personable and does things in a way that is very tactful and, like, like I, I, I don't feel like a bitter jury would be Suri's downfall. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I, I think from a viewer's perspective, Big Brother 19 was frustrating to watch because there was no oppositional force except two people. I think we're the main oppositional force. And I hate, I, they suck as people, but they were the only oppositional force. And then everybody wanted to get them out. I don't know. I didn't watch feeds that season, but it was, it was frustrating as a viewer to watch. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to steamroll. I want there to be some kind of, and at least in Big Brother 19, the oppositional force got power a few times. They were screwed in the times they did get power because they couldn't target Paul had powers of like safety for a while and so like i i but i don't know it's just i want there to be a little bit of a shake-up i want america to win power i want her to to like put jared and izzy on the block or something like i want something to happen and i'm not giving up hope that it will as much as i hate red and cameron at least they're still there to hopefully buy america another week to win hoh and to make some real moves and take people out of the house. And if Red and Cameron, or even just, I don't know, Red is out by the time America wins HOH, then 
she'll have less pushback from Corey of targeting the other side of the house because the main targets will be gone. Like, I have faith. I have faith that it could happen. I'm not giving up hope. I'm not giving up hope until America's been evicted and it's over. And if America gets evicted, then I'm rooting for Corey until he gets evicted or vice versa. I mean, I'm rooting for America right now, so if Corey gets evicted, like, I'll be devastated, but I won't be as devastated. But the thing is, I think, I don't know, I think Corey, as much as they don't trust him either, I think he has a better chance at making it further in the game because they at least don't hate him the way they hate America. Like, more people hate America than hate Corey. <laughs> like, you have to laugh. You have to laugh because it's so absurd that they hate her. I just don't know. I want her to, like, pull some magic and, like, get people, like, win people over. That's what I want for her. Like, what bothers me is I feel like America could have been in a much better spot and played a much better game if these people didn't dislike her. And I don't know why they don't like her. Like, it's just hard because I don't really know. Like, Cameron doesn't like her because she doesn't want be in a really like she's not interested in him red doesn't like her because he said at the beginning of the season like i can't talk to pretty girls i have to be respectful of my wife which is stupid which is stupid if you can't talk to young women you find attractive because you think that's disrespectful to your wife then like you don't know how to respect your wife you can like what does that mean you can't talk to to people who are attractive and young and, and like single because that is immediately disrespectful to your wife. So you think every conversation you have with a pretty woman is inherently like a sexually charged thing because it's the only way it could be inappropriate to like in a game that's about making social connections to talk to people. Like it's so gross to me and, and ridiculous and weird for him to say something like that. And, like, the older women in the house don't really like her because she's flirty and, like... And I do think she she's, like, I don't know, talked a little bit too much and, like, been a little wishy-washy. But they all have. Like, what bothers me about Suri's side of the house being, like, they're, they're aligned with us, but they're also aligned with other people. And so we can't trust them. Is, like, but you're aligned with other people who you actively want gone. Like, why are you hating somebody for doing the same thing you're doing with less social capital? They have less people they're aligned with than you, less people who trust them. America is literally on an island. Corey likes her. Jag likes her. Blue, I think, likes her. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, it bothers me because they're like, she is untrustworthy. And she's like, if she, and I'm like, if she's untrustworthy, you're untrustworthy. I don't think America is untrustworthy. I think she's been loyal to the people that she's loyal to. And she said that she would be loyal to you. And then your reasoning was, and then you like, I still don't follow their logic. And I feel like they didn't cover it enough again, because it's like, they have to cover like, like a month's worth of flip-flopping in like one episode that is also intercut with the live eviction. I don't feel like they properly covered in like the DRs of like the actual logic of why Suri, like Suri and Co, decided that Jack coming to them and being like, America knows that you're aligned with me. Why suddenly they're like, 
we're going to blindside American Corey. We can no longer trust them. I don't understand the logic. Like, I'm genuinely confused by it because it's like, one, that's not even like what actually, like, from my understanding, what like happened. She wasn't like, I know about the seven deadly sins. She didn't know about the seven deadly sins. She was just being like, you are putting a lot of faith into Suri. Like, why are you aligned with them? Aligned with her or something? Like, it doesn't make sense. I think America's the only one who's like, they all trust Sari, and it's like, why do you trust Sari? She's just asking questions. She's observant. And so then Jag went back and threw under the bus, and they got mad at America, and they no longer trust America. And it bothers me because they told America when they brought her into the alliance, if you flip-flop, you're the first to go. Meanwhile, they're flip-flopping and planning to blindside Corey in America. What, what has America done? Why don't they like America? Corey is kind of cocky and annoying sometimes. I mean, I love him. He's the best. But to me, Corey seems more snaky than America does. He's like throwing America under the bus constantly. She doesn't do that about Corey. America like decided she was going to be loyal to Corey. She has been loyal to Corey. I don't understand. How isn't she trustworthy? Because she doesn't want to like be a sheep and follow... The, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like a good amount of the people on Cerie's side are just playing to get as far as they can. And not, like, obviously everybody's playing to get as far as they can. But I mean, they're playing to just be there as long as they can, to make it to jury, to be a vote, to be part of the alliance. I feel like there aren't enough people who seem to be playing to win. Like Matt, I feel like is aligning with Felicia side or Suri and Felicia's side of the house. And I feel like he's doing it because he knows it's going to get him as far as he can go. I don't think he's going to win. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you're sitting at the end with Suri, Suri's going to win. So why? It was the same thing that happened with Paul, where it was like, you're all playing somebody else's game. And I feel like America's like, I don't want to play somebody else's game, especially somebody who doesn't seem to actually like, I'm just a number, like, I'm just a vote to them. They don't want to talk game with me. I walk into the room and they, like, stop talking. Like, she's clocked that they don't actually want to work with her, that they don't actually seem to like her. And I just want her to have some kind of power because I want some kind of change in the house. Even if it results in nothing and she burns bright and she goes home, at least there'll have been some oppositional force to Ceri's group. And that's all I hope for going forward. And I don't know. We'll see how the week goes. I will cover week five. I'll record on Thursday and hopefully post again Friday as I'm doing this week. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Thank God. Um, depression, you are so over. Shout out to Zoloft. Love you. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm not. I mean, I am on Zoloft. But anyways, I love this season of Big Brother. I really love Corey in America. I'm really glad that I wish they had shown it in the episode. They didn't. But Jared was like when they were speculating who was going to be voted for the power, Jared basically told Corey, like, it's not you. It's definitely not you. Like, you don't have the personality to be a fan favorite. And then obviously he was voted. And if you look at the fan rankings based off of like Twitter and stuff, which like there is an account that like you can rank the contestants and they put out like either daily or weekly or like they put them out very frequently of like the rankings. Corey is always leading the rankings. He's number one. He's been number one 
for a while it's been between him and America with either him at number two or America at number two. But right now he's number one. And Jared is like at the bottom. Like people don't like him. And I wish they had shown that with then Corey being selected, but they didn't, which is unfortunate. But I'm I'm hopeful that things can turn around because I'm never counting my girlies out until they're out. And I have faith that America will come through. I really do. I want them to give America, as in the country, more power. So specifically this week, so I can mess Jared's Jared's reign up. Like on Sunday, they should announce a secret power where we can change the nominees or something. I don't know. Coup d'état. I don't. I I want something to change. I'm so tired of this. And I really wanted Jared to get to the end, never having won a competition. That's what I wanted more than anything. I wanted Mr. Self-Proclaimed Comp Beast to be a loser, a big loser in the game, just like he is in general. Because more than anything, Jared is a loser. He is. He's a loser. He wanted to know Blue's body count. Mind you, they're being recorded 24-7. Like, asking somebody's body count and being like, I don't want a girl with the high body count is already, like, cringy in real life. But it's like her not wanting to tell you that when you're like being recorded 24-7 on a television show that is literally like called Big Brother because there are live feeds 24-7 recording your every move. That's just silly. That's loser behavior. Loser behavior. I don't really know. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And it makes me really mad that everybody's calling America fast or whatever. And Jared's out here just cheating on his girlfriend back home. And nobody's commenting on his, you know... Not that I think they should. It's none of our business what people do with their bodies. But it's just like such a double standard that like America is friendly and has a crush on one guy who she's been like cuddling with. And suddenly she's like, that says something about her character or how fast she moves in relationships or sexually or anything that none of us actually know anything about. But then Jared literally like has a girl back home <laughs> and immediately cheats on her like what it it bothers me it bothers me Corey and america literally like are i literally somebody called her fast she's moving very slowly i don't know what you're talking about all they've done is cuddle they haven't even hold hands they don't like what are you talking about fast because she developed a crush on a cute guy who like they're very compatible he's a libra she's a sagittarius like it's just it's like embarrassing that I know that but it's true they're compatible what do you want me to say even his mother I found this out by looking through um, like hashtag AmeriCorey or maybe I didn't do the hashtag but I just AmeriCorey their ship name on Twitter Corey's mom likes AmeriCorey edits like his mom is like all for it I love that I genuinely love that I also, I didn't realize Zach, his brother, is only like maybe like one year older than him. I think he's my age. His brother is. Zach, if you stumble, if you listen to this, <laughs> I'm kidding. I was going to be like, I'm single. I mean, I am, but like, he's not going to listen to this. So his, his Instagram bio says that he graduated from the University of Washington in 2022. So I graduated in December of 2021. We're not that far off. I, I really, I, I, I love his brother's content on like the, what he posts for Corey. And also just, he's funny on Twitter. I, I enjoy him, his Twitter presence. 
wish he had lasted longer in Survivor. Maybe I would watch the season. Part of me wants to... I know I said, like, if I ran out of, like, television content, I would talk about something else. But if, if I genuinely feel like I'm running out of, like, TV to talk about, I could always go back and watch old seasons of Survivor, maybe The Bachelor or something. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to run out of stuff to talk about because there's Bachelor in Paradise, there's the Golden Bachelor, and then The Bachelor comes back next year. The Ultimatum is back. I haven't... I... I it's like the straight version, season two. And I don't really care about the straight version now that the gay version has happened. You know, like, why am I going to watch The Ultimatum? I only originally watched season one because my sister told me that she heard that there was like a queer version coming out. So I was like, let me see what the structure of the show is. But I don't really care about the straight people. So I don't think I'm going to watch that, especially because I have so much to talk about with Big Brother. I said that, but then I, I feel like I didn't have a ton to say about this week, but... Hopefully I'll have more to talk about next week. I'm going to actually start taking notes during live feeds or like at the end of every night, like stuff I remember from the night. So maybe I could have more points from the week, like more details. I feel like I, I talked about overarching things, but I would love to to talk more about certain, like hone in on specific conversations or like dynamics that either aren't covered in the episodes or just that I have thoughts on. I feel like I do here and there, but this was a fun episode. Sorry that I found out halfway through who the new HOH is and I got kind of depressed. But it's okay. It's okay because America and Corey live to fight another day. And I have hope. I have hope and faith in our our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not even that religious, but I will pray if it will save America and Corey. I wouldn't, I, I would, I'm not like an atheist. I have a very complicated relationship with religion, but I do pray to God and I do like to believe that there's a god but i don't really know i'm gonna i'm just gonna put all my hopes out into the universe thank you so much for listening sorry this episode was all over the place and then i got like kind of sad halfway through but just like my favorite slip to fight another day so do i so do i I never count the emmy awards out we will be here maybe not always on fridays maybe not always on time but i will be here to the best of my ability every week talking about television to the five to ten people who listen (laughs) thank you so much um if this is the first episode of mine you're listening to and you enjoyed it you can follow me wherever you listen to podcasts rate and review that would be be very nice share this with a friend of yours who watches big brother and wants to hear other people talk about it or, or wants thoughts um or wants to hear other people's thoughts i don't know just share this with a friend if you liked it and you would like to share it with a friend um my voice just cracked there all my social media is linked below my instagram dms i do check are like open or i do check them the request so if you have any comments critiques feedbacks concerns advice stuff you want me to do if you think it's a good idea for me to take notes while i watch live feeds all of that or anything except don't tell me i say the word like too much because i already know that i've gotten comments about that before just the one comment I've received on this, on this podcast is, that's not true. Somebody messaged me about an episode I did about being a Taylor Swift fan. Somebody messaged me saying they liked that. So thank you if you're still listening. That was very sweet of you. But uh, yeah, I've gotten the comment that I say like too much. But anything besides that, feel free to reach out. I will respond at some point. And thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me. I do genuinely care so deeply about this podcast i was in a rut there for a little bit just mentally in general in my life and the podcast i feel like wasn't the best that it could be but i always wanted to get better i always 
I really care about it. So if you listen at all, it means a lot to me. Thank you so much again. And you will hear from me next week.